Don't make the assumption I'm right, but it may spur some thoughts for yourself. This is the playbook. You posted a video today, and uh, you were sitting with some people, and uh, you were talking about your subconscious mind and how you have uh, 40,000 thoughts, but then you said, uh, you say you have to, uh, that you try to think 10,000 new thoughts. So everyone, yeah, so what he's asking is, this is how I believe Remember, I'm full of shit, so take it for what it is. Don't make the assumption I'm right, but it may spur some thoughts for yourself. What I believe happens, closest that I can tell, is that we have about 10,000 new data inputs a day. And what I try to do with my conscious mind is to control the data inputs that come through what I think, what I say, and what I do. Those are all controlled by my conscious mind and I have 10,000 new data inputs that happen. I touch something and get a thought, I feel it, I taste it, I see it, I think it, right, all new. If we're not careful about controlling that into the perception that we want, and when I say that, I usually assume that people wanna have positive experiences so that we wanna control it in a positive manner, which is why gratitude's so important, forgiveness and accountability and inspiration. But if I can really be disciplined and strategic and aware of what I think, say, and do, I can control the physical cellular memory that exists from my eyes, my ears, my nose, my mouth, and my touch. That's what happens is if you keep touching something again and again and again, it gets inputted into a cellular memory. That's why it becomes easier and easier and easier and easier. Well, those 10,000 thoughts, that input goes somewhere every day. It goes into your neural pathways. If you do it one day and then don't do it another, it has a zeroing effect on the neural pathways. It maybe makes a tiny dent, but then the next day that, not, that signal's not there, so it goes away. But just like you know, a drop of water on a stone, that if it hits it every day, it starts making it a path, right? You've seen that. Like a seriously hard granite stone is affected by water. Why, because it hits every day. Drop would hit every other day? It would have way less effect. I think it has a drop of water, you know, I don't know what exponentially what effect it would have com com compared to going every single day, but I know consistently on the input, it has a serious effect. Like I believe it would zero out the exponential effect of it. Um, just the mind isn't as hard, in my opinion, as uh, it goes back, right? So, anyway. What happens though, though, is, so these 10,000 are impacting what? The neural pathways hold about 40,000 of the same thoughts. And so we know what thoughts it holds by what keeps coming back in our conscious mind. So for example, if we're afraid of something or worried about something, and in your mind you're like, let it go, I'm not mad at that person, or I'm right? But when you wake up in the morning, it's the first thing that you think of, that exists in your subconscious. It's, it's spinning in there. So what I'm teaching is strategy, awareness, discipline, to control our thoughts, what we think, say, do. Know that there's a cellular memory and input that goes through your mouth, your ears, your nose, your touch. So if I can control all of that, I can then start building on my 40,000 of the same thoughts that are the only things that affect our unconscious. And the unconscious is powerful, it vibrates faster than the subconscious, much faster than the conscious. It's why, like, I, for whatever reason, I was born genetically uh, or energetically to have a gift to attract wealth. 
Like, there's no other way to explain like nine months out of law. I wasn't smarter than other people. I, I wasn't born into some circumstance, right? I believe that you could have dropped chipped me anywhere and wealth would have attracted itself to me. I believe you could take all the wealth in the world, just drop it into the desert and sooner or later be right back to the exact same people that have it right now. It's an energy. So how do we change the most powerful thing we have, which are genetic unconscious competency that keeps us healthy, keeps us at calm, right? Personality traits that we want, characteristics that we want, obsessions that we want, addictions that we want. Right? I mean, I wish I was addicted to water like, you know, I am McDonald's. I'd be a lot healthier. And why not? What does the unconscious know the difference of water? It's my ego that's telling me. It's a perception that's inbred because, and I know why, right? And the reason that I'm, a, like, I love McDonald's is because when I was little, we couldn't afford to go to McDonald's, six kids, and every once in a while, we'd get to go to McDonald's, my mom would get a bowl and bring two large french fries for six kids, pour it in, it was like heaven. Right, it's like, so in my mind, unconsciously, that's a reward. Where water was available to me. It wasn't bottled back then. Probably the reason I'm five foot seven. <laughs> I got short parents. <laughs> um, but it's super effective because if we can now activate and deactivate the personality traits, characteristics, obsessions, and addictions that we want, also energetically, we can shift our energy so that even without thinking, saying, doing, smelling, hearing, even without the neural pathways, the shit we want will just appear. There are no coincidences. It's all driven by that unconscious. And so it all starts by what are the 10,000 data points that you're inputting every day? How much discipline, strategy, and awareness do you have of those data inputs? Because then once it's just like a computer, bad data in, bad data out. Right? CRMs, man. You put bad content in, you got bad content coming out. Same thing with your body. It's all through. Even the food you eat is a cellular memory or structure that goes into your unconscious. It involves taste, smell, all your six senses. I, I believe we have a sixth sense of awareness. I call it the third eye. It's why in sports, if you watch certain running backs or quarterbacks, how is it that they feel like, there's no way the human eye has that type of, they feel the guy behind them, right? It's a third eye, it's an awareness. Well, the same thing exists in your relationships, in business. Imagine how awareness is the biggest gift I could give all of you. In fact, most of the videos that I do, most of the things that I talk about, is just to increase your vibration so that you can be more aware of things. Or I'm planting a seed, hey Ben, I'm planting a seed. So think, think about like what awareness means though. Those decision making, sometimes when we have an awareness about something, it's an easy decision. Right? Sometimes we have an awareness of which way to go and there's no choice. Other times we don't have the awareness of which way to go. The more awareness you have, the better des decisions you make because the assumptions are off of what? The truth. Not off of an illusion based off the ego which is getting in your way. The whole idea of, to me is that we're pure beings in a truth and our egos are corroding our connection to get the most truth or awareness out of it. So what I'm constantly doing is, okay, here's my trajectory for what I want, why I want it, discipline, strategy, and awareness to what? When I'm off of trajectory. 
When you start practicing trajectory, your relationships get, get better. Why? Because you don't fucking ruin your whole day or a whole relationship over nothing. You learn all these disciplines. You're disciplined to say, hold on, breathe. Right? Especially you're an ex-athlete. You know, we're, we're taught to react and to escalate. And so you get into a competitive situation in your most intimate relationship, fear, loss, all this, all of a sudden someone triggers you, boom. You're yelling, you're mad, and then you keep on, it keeps going. Well, what I've learned now is like, literally to get back to center, even kick people out. It'll drive some people crazy, but I, you know, homeboy behind you triggered me the other day because I had a lot of shit going on. He said something and I acted out of my trajectory. I was an asshole, right? And I caught myself within maybe 30 seconds of it. And I just said, dude, and he wanted to answer me and escalate it, right? Defending, because right, every attack, what do you get from an attack? An attack, man. But when you attack, you become extremely vulnerable and everybody doesn't get that. Oh, you're so vulnerable. You're telling everybody the truth. No, I'm, I'm invulnerable. You idiots are vulnerable. I'm sitting here, I'm a baby on the sidewalk. What are you gonna say about me? I've already told you, I don't know what I'm talking about. I've already told you I lost everything. I already told you that I'm just trying to do this myself. What are you gonna attack me for? I, and my whole life is of service. That's, those are in, invulnerable statements. You live of service, you're invulnerable. What's someone gonna say about you? Oh, he's a shitty person. He's living his life to help other people. Vulnerable is powerful. Yeah, and it's an energy of awareness that allows you to do these things. And we're all on the same journey. So I also took a physical realm and I got it and triggered him. He attacks me back, I, I said, no, just go. And I could see he wanted to fight, right? But then he looked at me and he said, oh, I see, I'm gonna go. And we separated. Why, because I had to go back to center, not only mentally, but the biochemistry that occurs from those type of activities are not healthy, right? Anyone that's played sports, you can utilize it for yourself, which I've done. You know, I've been teary-eyed, panning in a, in a huddle, and you weren't gonna stop me. I utilize that, but that's not good in life. Right, I'm, it wouldn't be good in football if, you know, I got attacked and got, got beat and I came back to the huddle and said, oh, it's fine. No, I, I don't mind if I get beat for another touchdown, right? But the balance and the reconciliation of being able to be in the pursuit of something while being relaxed, at peace. There's not one day of my life, as much as I think I know or express to others that I know, not one day of my life I don't make hundreds of mistakes. Not one day of my life that I'm not going back to center. Just way more often, way faster. And my life is so much better. And my relationships are better. Because I'm healing all the time. I'm not se separating.